On today's issue of Homo Superior, is the MCU finally going to get an LGBT character? We get to design our own Pokemon and create a bottle episode of our favorite comic, TV series, or movie, plus reviews of Doom Patrol episodes 3 and 4, Uncanny X-Men issue number 13, and Prisoner X number 1, and all the news you can use. Wow. <laughs> I that have to cut Why? Because it's not, I don't know, what I'm, I just don't think you're going to do the intro. I'm just being honest. <laughs> well, Brent is gay. <laughs> Kaylin's gay. Clark is gay. Apparently Adam I'm Ryan's bad. Gay. Adam's gay. We're all so gay. It's homo superior. We're continuing. We're not doing it again. All right. I guess we did it. So news flashes up first. Ian McKellen, who we talked about uh, last week, he clears up his comments about Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey. He said, look, my words were taken wrong. I apologize. I wasn't trying to say that people coming out earlier would stop that kind of uh, abuse. I just think people should be true to themselves. And obviously, that kind of abuse is very wrong. Uh, Thank God he did, though. It makes me feel much more But that was the most bland apology. But that's okay. I don't know. To me, it was an actual apology, which was Was good enough. Was it, though? I felt it was was like a real apology. If if I submitted apologies through an algorithm, Uh and that algorithm was then supposed to submit an apology based off of all of those, that's exactly what it would produce. It's but, the most heartless... Uh, the sheer thing. fact that... It, it is say, sort of a housewives apology. Like, I'm sorry you felt bad about yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. No, see, I, I actually, get that. He, he didn't but, say but, that. So one. that's the thing. That's what I actually like. He says, I deeply regret my careless remarks and apologize unreservedly for any distress Sorry, sorry. His what remarks? Careless. careless. Oh, okay. I thought he, he mispronounced callous. Careless. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, now I look like the fool. Newsflash! Umbrella Academy is renewed for uh, its second season. So I guess the defense wins again. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Our case was really hurt. Or bad yeah. taste. <laughs> you were the judge. I was drunk as a judge in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. And Mississippi and Louisiana and Georgia, apparently. Uh, Arrow is ending after a shorter season eight. Well, how long was it? It was... It's usually twenty six episodes. Twenty six. It's twenty two. Twenty two. It's a season. It's a season. I know. I know. I, see, I think Network I'm so used to TV shows now, being right? ten seasons, ten it's, episodes. That's why it's American like TV is garbage because they have so many fucking filler episodes. Well, that was even yeah. um, Young Justice when it got like renewed for a third season. I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, I mean, it's probably like an extra X number of episodes. And then there's fifty two episodes already from two seasons alone. Like, it's just the twenty six episode structure they, is insane. They're continuing in season three. They've stopped. Releasing episodes because they got to catch a breath. <laughs> they're like on episode 14, and there's like 48 more. But I, those are pretty good. I, no, they I are like, pretty good. Yeah. I just think it's funny that they like do it that way. It's so many. Well, so Arrow will be one of the casualties of Crisis on Infinite Earths, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad because that was sort of the flagship for so long. It rebooted. Yeah, the it, flagship. It, it created having yeah, good television. It gave us Steve Amell and Colton Haynes. Yeah. And the salmon ladder. The salmon ladder. Oh my god, that's R.I.P. salmon ladder. Yeah. Salmon ladder? It's basically where he would go up a like. Viola Davis is what you're doing as a man. No, this is good. You would like this. Oh, oh, it's the workout thing. The workout thing. Where they do like greatest warrior challenge. Did at least once every episode in the first season of it. It was all was worth watching. It was great. It was (laughs) great. It got me through a lot. So Viola Davis is returning as Amanda Waller in James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad number two, but Will Smith will not be returning. They, Which is probably good. There have been... Who cares? Uh, yeah. uh, Idris Elba <laughs> yes. is in talks to... Ooh. Ooh. All the upgrades uh, there. So the new characters in the movie are going to be Ratcatcher, 
Um, Ryan Crawl, that's perfect for you. Rat catcher! Uh, King Shark. That's, that's, wait, what's his name? Poison? Poison! 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 King Shark, Polka Dot Man, okay, and and Peacemaker, which is the antecedent for the comedian in Watchmen. Um, uh, Kaylin, I don't know any of these people. Can you speak on them real quick? So King, uh, the only two I really know are King, King Shark and Peacemaker. The other two I don't know. King Shark was, he is in the last couple iterations of Suicide Squad. He's just a giant shark man. He's like the son of a god. A shark god. Okay. Noah, I think is his name. Yeah. Oh, that's actually, oh, like a uh, shark god. Yeah, that okay. became so a really he, negative term. You son of a shark god? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? Instead of son of a bitch? But that was years ago. Um, it's changed since. Instead of son of a bitch. Like, that wasn't meaningful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, so he doesn't, like, all these characters, I think they've picked... As being people who, in the comics, hate themselves and the way that they appear relative mm. to society. Oh, okay. So, like, Polka Dot Man. Hate way, so, it's a general thing. That's kind of cool. So, like, like Polka that. Dot Man was, like, a minor Batman villain. Yeah. And he, in the movie iteration... He's just gonna bad have, at, like, matching outfits? Is that his thing? <laughs> uh, no, his Polka Dots, he could take off and, like... Would shape into different things, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so in, the, in the movie, they're going to have it be, like, it's, like, a skin defect... And so he's going to be like... Dark so somebody guy. with melanoma is yeah, going to be a Yeah, he's just villain. got moles. Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be a mole guy. <laughs> okay, all <laughs> he's right. He's a mole person. Mole and, and, Okay, and, so actually, I know this is a newsflash, but I want a weird discussion thing. Yeah, yeah. So they're, the character Ratcatcher is a male in the comics, yeah. and they're going to have it be a female in the movie. That's cool. awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Is it? Yeah, we're just so I think, find and replace, and I'll be yeah, well, like, yeah. Is that is that not a problem? Like in movies or stories, like I feel like there are there are a lot of people who write stories where they go, the character's a male, and then they find and replace he and add an s to the. Uh, it depends. I think the way that they're currently doing it on Doom Patrol, we'll talk about it more. But Matt Bomer being like uh, negative man being gay is working out fine because they're writing the story from that perspective. It, it's also um, if it's not the it, like if it's not focused to be that way. Like for example like into the spider-verse when mm. doc ock was a girl yeah it a was woman a woman sorry apologies i think that was a better would idea. a male version be doc Ock? but but i thought <laughs> i thought live was uh, uh, dr octopus's daughter like she was an actual character wasn't she no no I mean, she was yeah. created for the movie new. yeah but she, also she was created for the movie so and she's so was not being so was Ratcatcher. <clears throat> like that's your entire point yeah yeah that that's my point that they're I'm they're definitely can be not going to be using a lot of the institutional history of the characters because also why it's bother fucking Ratcatcher. <laughs> i know a lot about dc comics and i barely yeah. know anything about Ratcatcher. that's fair but and also dc's based about legacy characters so there's sure. always someone picking up the mantle well, so even if they were like, my father was yeah. the king, right? Okay, gotcha. so, yeah. well, there's something then like Ghost, um, which I think is it a, man. a, a very was. Clark point. Yes. That there's something fundamental about Ghost's creepiness intrinsic. that comes from his being a But male. it was intrinsic to that horribleness of disgustingness, not the male or female exactly. gender identity. Clark was bad because they watered down the right. character. The character was initially like this weird guy that was in his suit for days upon weeks and like smelled yeah. and was gross so oh, Adam, I, <laughs> back to the news flash news flash so disney plus's new show the secret society of second born royals which actually sounds kind of cool it's, it's about interesting. The, the 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 people who were not meant to be in line for succession 
to become king or queen. Yeah. And it's all about like them developing like like supernatural powers. I think that's kind of cool. I like it. I'm glad that they're not using the actual princes. Princesses. Yes, princesses. And, I like it's just uh, a new idea. I yeah. totally agree. I think this will be fun. It's it's almost like uh sort of like Xavier school kind of. Yes, yeah. absolutely. princesses. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Are any of us following The Walking Dead? No. Uh, I, but is a third, I, second I, spin-off I coming pop out? in and then I pop off. Yeah. So yeah. there's apparently a second a second spin-off. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead was that what it was? Yeah, Fear of the Walking Dead was the original. Now they're doing a series. No, of Walking Dead and then Fear right. was the, the original spin off. Yeah, yeah um, it's just <laughs> I'm like, scared of the Walking Dead. Is that the right thing we call? No, no, I think it's like, what are the Walking Dead thinking? Yeah. I think it's like from their point of view. That, so it's like a day in the yeah. life of them. <laughs> the amazing thing is that it's going to give Chris Hardwick 74 spinoff review <laughs> TV shows. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. then he'll get enough girlfriends to lock them in a closet. See, to... I want to... Oh! oh. Yeah. I don't believe this stuff. Yeah. She's Fear of the Talking yeah. Dead, right? Um, I want a story where it's called The Static Living, and it actually takes place 50 years after the original outbreak, where all the people that are still alive can't move anymore. Uh, Why can't they I, move anymore? I like how it's weird. another disease. It's I don't. Very know. weird. You, you seem to have really identified something you want to see. Do you right. maybe going through this? So Marvel, <laughs> continuing your news, Marvel won't announce its next slate of films Good. until the after Endgame. That makes sense. Except yeah. for which is Spider-Man fine Marvel. because we already and know a Black Widow movie, the Eternals, Eternals movie, movie. Uh, everything else. Movie. Doctor Strange uh, two, the next Guardian of the Black Galaxy. Panther two, <laughs> yeah, a uh, Captain Marvel two. But probably. they're not going to announce any of it. But don't yeah. tell us. <laughs> Uh, so Marvel's also going to create a bunch of new stories for Black Panther, Thor, uh, Black Widow, and Jessica Jones on the, uh, I think it's relatively popular. It's gotten a lot of money and produced a lot of episodes. Serial Box, which does um, the type of long-form uh, podcast radio that uh, a lot of people... Like really Serial, like. kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the, the Wolverine cool. Long Night. Or long Nights, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty into this cast of characters doing it. I like I like the idea of taking these characters and putting them into like a different medium. Yeah. I think it's a neat idea. I, I think uh, Jessica Jones and Black Widow specifically Those really stick most. out of For like... Because sure. you want to know so much more about Black Widow's past. I but you just get glimpses. I think it's perfect. I think her. Black Panther could be really cool too. Because it's... Well, I want to get into Wakanda. I think that that's, would be cool. That's Knowing exactly more, like, it. the culture behind Wakanda would be fun. And the political intrigue of Black Panther not only within Wakanda but also as a, as a leader on the, on the world stage. Well, yeah. the, I like the Jessica Jones idea the most yeah. because it's a noir. I mean, it's written to, it's a noir. Like, it's a noir mystery so it's written to be, I would assume, it, like a radio it's TV very, It's yeah. very it's easy to be serialized right. um, and the, the discussion of like doing an investigation works really well uh, for her specifically, I think. So Marvel, finally, finally, finally. Let's get into discussion. Discussion, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Marvel is looking for a gay actor to play a queer character in The Eternals. This is fucking... This Wait, is... they're looking specifically for a gay actor? Yeah, yeah they, they want, want a gay actor to play the role, yeah. Yeah. So... Is uh, Kevin Spacey available? <laughs> he is, actually. Uh, so The Eternals don't... Uh, have a known out character in their sort of lore at all. Yeah. But uh, let's create one. Yeah. So uh, a, couple, a couple of theories have been thrown out. Of you like, want, you, you, wait, you yeah, want to know sorry, the Eternals? I, I forget the Eternals. I know. I just, I just forget them. But, okay. I don't know who they are. But, who are they? They're sort of a weird, like they, they're sort of like a prehistoric sort of humans. So the one, the Celestials, you know, those big Neanderthals. things. Neanderthals. What? Australopithecine? 
I'm going to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the Celestials created the Eternals, and then the Eternals were living on Earth and other places for a long time. Yeah. And then they created the Deviants as well to sort of counterbalance that. Um, and then, shoot, two thousands of years later, they had the humans actually sprouting up and life, life like that. So, in the comics, Eternals lived in a, def- a few different places. Earth, obviously, one of them. There's yeah. a whole Earthian contingent of the Eternals, <laughs> Earthian Terran contingent of the of the Eternals. But there's also ones on Titan. Thanos was an Eternal. Really? Yeah, in the comics. No. Yeah, and so was Star Fox's brother. Yes. An so Eternal doesn't necessarily powers. mean they live forever. Eternal. It's just they're fucking hard to kill, basically. They really are. Yeah. So, there is an entire cast of characters. There's a huge, huge cast. Um, who do you think should be gay, and who would you cast in that role? I would like Star Fox to be gay. Makes sense. Um, especially mm. uh, in... Uh, the last couple of appearances, he basically got accused of uh, sexual misconduct a bunch of times. Yeah. He was literally on the case for it one time in She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, That's right. I remember that. I would like a reboot of him. And having the connection to Thanos would be also really cool. Um, but in terms of a new gay character, I think a new one would be better than... Who would you cast for Star Fox? Um, who's got like a who's weird Harrison hairline. Cooper? <laughs> um, it, it's tough because no one. Quite Ezra Miller. What's his hairline? Is it like Namor Widow's Peak or? No, it, it's like a weird. Kind of. yeah. Actually, he's actually not wrong. Yeah, it is a little Namor. Um, you know who I would actually be kind of cool? Namorish. Uh, <laughs> on Grey's Anatomy, not that I watch it, but there's a a, a gay act. Season thirteen, hey, episode Ryan, four. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that I watch it with my mom, and we talk to each other all the time afterwards. But um, there's a gay actor that now I imagine you watching it with your mom on the phone, so you guys can like feet give each other comments. It's, it's back called FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, we do it. Yeah. Um, uh, no, there's a gay. Hi, Cindy, by the way. There, hey, she's not listening. She doesn't understand podcasts at all. She thinks I'm. She's, or her son. She thinks it's the radio, is what she thinks. But anyway, it is. Um, uh, <laughs> you're right, actually. Uh, but uh, there's a gay actor on there. Um, he's a very attractive Asian American man. Mm. Um, and I would love to see him sort of go into that role of like uh, revamped, like Star Fox or something like that. So I would not do. Star- I would do um, so Zuras, who's kind of like the patriarch of the yeah. Eternals, and like he was mistaken uh, as Zeus by like humans mm-hmm. because of his name, and like was seen as like the father of the Eternals and almost like a great god. Uh, I would have John Barrowman play him. Ooh, I like that. That is a great pull, and you know he would love. He would be so interactive with the Marvel community too, for sure. Yeah. And like just having somebody who's like kind of aging, and so it doesn't have to be like a love young twinky yeah. guy. Um, so I'm trying to look up Grey's Anatomy gay actor, and, and it's all, just uh, TR Knight. Yeah. yeah, that's racism. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually had Ezra Miller down, but for Macari, I assumed. Oh, oh no. heavens! Hey. He can't. He Damn. comes in straight out like a thirst trap too. So like he, he is <laughs> he, very. He's beautiful. the only doctor. Who's not wearing like doctor's scrubs? He's, he's wearing just, a harness. He's just shirtless. He, he's like it's open scrubs. Oh, my nipples like are sterile. <laughs> <laughs> um, who'd you have, Ezra yeah, Miller? I had uh, Ezra Miller as Makari, who's superhumanly fast uh, and <laughs> speedy and impatient. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, it's obviously not going to work because he's already the Flash. But since that's not going anywhere fast, it might be a good transition. Apparently, just, it's back on track. I just I, think it would be uh, any more speed puns we got. I already know that they're going to. Unfortunately, probably cast. I mean, this is me assuming Hollywood white, that even though they're like, we want an open, we want an open gay actor that's probably white and attractive, and also will pay play like a more fast flirty character as opposed to like 
uh, you know, figurehead of a father or something I, like that. Right. So I think which would be great. I'd love I, for, I, I think like your right. idea is like, wow, that's awesome. I'd love that, but I know where they're going to probably end up. <laughs> My dream pick would be the one that I said, but I think they'll have to go more uh, mainstream, which is terrible to say. So I think they'll do like Colton Haynes. But I like you know what I mean. But they they make more Colton. (laughs) (laughs) I think honestly they're probably gonna pick a woman. I think like I think think no. I thought it specifically said. I I thought it was a gay male. I didn't realize the pitch was for gay actors specifically because my two picks would be John Hamm Hmm. or Sofia Vergara. For whom (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't care. But I think that they would be fun. Superhero, you know, what, actors though? that could play a gay role. So yeah, we didn't. I John didn't Hamm, both of them are very funny yeah. and can also play serious. Uh, they've got Sophia Vergara can play serious. Yeah, in what? I don't know. She's a good the, actress. The, the, now, one episode of Modern Family. No, All right, no. you've completely missed the point of this assignment. But <laughs> <laughs> so, if it's gonna be Sophia Vergara, I'm gonna be so happy. <laughs> we actually, <laughs> you're gonna look like a fool. <laughs> we actually all fucked it up because, and you actually might be closest because it says it's searching for an actor 30 to 49 who physically looks uh-huh. like a superhero for one of the film's leads. Oh, it sounds like John Hamm. Who's or gay. John Perriman is gay. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, the studio is open to actors of all ethnicities. They would prefer the role to go to openly gay actor. This is a hugely Actually, impressive like, casting call, by the way. Yeah, Mine is... Could right. also fit, yeah. Well, awesome. I was thinking, like, I mean, Matt, Matt Bomer kind of fits in that, but he's already doing Doom Patrol, too. I know. I mean, that's the obvious choice, but... Well, we, also, can, mm. we, can, we cannot have him in every case. So, but, here, yeah. well, <laughs> so here are the movie. It's a Star Fox, Macari, Druig, Elysius... Forgotten one, Thena, Zoras, and possibly Hercules or Ares. Maybe it'll be Hercules. That'll be a real fuck. Hercules is bisexual it's in canon. Right. Yeah, uh, there's talks of him being in the film, but I think it's too problematic. With they call like, him Heracles? I don't think there's Hercules. any issue. Hercules! I don't think there's really any issue in Matt Bomer uh, playing, because Dave Bautista is going to be in Suicide Squad. Or he's supposed to be. Sure, why uh, not? And John Barrowman was in Arrow, so... <laughs> all right, all right. So Pokemon. Do you want to lead this? Because you're like the yeah. Pokemon fan. So Pokemon Sword and Shield is coming out by the end of the year. I don't think they've announced an official release date yet. Yeah. Uh, so in the spirit of that, uh, and because I think, well, we play, did you guys ever play Pokemon? No, I did. I uh, used to collect Pokemon cards and get really wow. serious about it. But um, I had like one of those books that held all the cards. Oh yeah, in of it. course we all did. Uh, did you uh, have a Charizard? No, at a certain point... Did I you have a Charizard? <laughs> yeah, bitch. I fucking had one. I don't believe you. I loved getting the hologram Well, ones. it's here today. <laughs> <laughs> to burn down your apartment. <laughs> so I realized at a certain point that was like a really nerdy thing to do. And so, so you didn't lean oh, into no, it. I just, it. I just stopped doing it. I think, And know. now I've learned that the gays love it. Yeah, you should have so stayed like, with us. This gay, resur- like, gay nerdum resurgence is pretty impressive. I, I love annoyed it. by it. Hey. Because I could have been cool. Yeah. No. No. no, no well, and I, I would have been so popular with my Pokemon cards. <laughs> not to get super off topic, but I think that's because of like the proliferation of social media. So everyone is so much more easily accessible to find crowds of people, like whether it's locally or like internationally, people that make sense and connect. So you're like, oh, I don't have like weird tastes. Like there's enough people out here that have these tastes. Also, there is a backlash to nerd shaming yeah. as well. It's like, oh, you like X-Men, but are you like Star Trek? But? I'm like, no, like let, let us like what we like. Yeah. I idiots. think also commensurate with that is the idea that being gay is like, you've got to, you've got to start tolerating other people's yeah. way of thinking about things. Yeah. And nerddom kind of has corresponded with that, that you're like, 
I'm this like weird niche group that likes something. So and don't the, shame me. And yeah. the spirit of that, because a bunch of new Pokemon are coming, but yeah. they haven't necessarily been super announced except for the starters. Yeah. So we've got a sneak peek. Yeah. Oh, it's very them. exciting what the news we have. <laughs> and we're obviously going to show the ones that have been <laughs> yeah, released yeah. to but, us. But so, so we we've all seen all of them. Yeah. And we're and we have a lot to say about them, but we're only allowed to legally show a couple of them. Yeah. So <laughs> as like an effort on our part, we're gonna we had to beg Pokemon Company thank you but so we're all gonna release maybe uh, do you all just want to do like one of your yeah, favorite yeah, yeah but I think okay. because uh, I forget the new region oh it's Galar so it's the Gar- Galar region is supposed to be based off of the UK yeah exactly at some point during your descriptor of the Pokemon that the Pokemon Company released to you yes you have to use a weird Scottish or British accent at some point oh not oh. the entire time because no, I know no, Caleb no, no. will be able to keep it together Clark is not Hi. here and I'm not ready for this yeah <laughs> wait I like that <laughs> It'll be great. You have to at least pronounce the Pokemon name in a Welsh or other accent. Well, this actually works out really well for the one that I've discovered. Do a Welsh accent. Uh... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm a team Michael Kite. I'm sorry. And Governor, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to the people from Welshland. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Wales? <laughs> Thank you. So, out of all the new reveals, who's got one? Uh, I'll start. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm looking face? at <laughs> now, but I wrote it as a Japanese thing. Sorry, I only hear an American accent. Uh, hello, it's it's me introducing you to <laughs> Sui Bagu. No, just do it. Sui Bagu. Sui Bagu. It means what? Sui means water. I'm pretty sure in Japanese. Why do you do it in Japanese? Because that'll be because it's a Pokemon. I know, but like they have monsters, right? They have Charizard. It's a oddly because I don't think there's a. I don't even know if I can think of one, but I also haven't played a lot of the later generations. An insect water Pokemon. Okay. Can I? Can we describe? Yeah, please. I'd like to see your interpretation. So it's a ball with two horns on the side. And it's got giant Sailor Moon curl hair, Always? as well as a couple of tentacles that hang down below. It's and two antenna that I guess look like like a, this version of uh, Pokemon's pubes. Yeah, I, <laughs> <Pokemon>. <laughs> I, I assume this is floating because nothing can really maintain this shape. There's is no stability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's structurally unstable. There's just two hooks on the bottom. Yeah, which I, I didn't guess figure you can just out. Hang your coat I couldn't fully figure out because I haven't seen it in the gameplay, so I don't yeah. know if it's standing or if yeah. it sits on its butt and these are its arms. It's a tough call. My Pokemon company's got a lot to it's, think about. It's probably a floating Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I like to yeah. see water and. I feel like I think I read in its bio that it like, can skip along water pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it oh, can yeah, learn yeah. obviously these do you know are, any of its special moves I think it can it definitely has like uh, surprisingly wing abilities it's very similar to Butterfree because it has wings oh, not yeah. hair as far as I can tell I mean I've so the antenna it. mean it, Butterfree <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, All I see is Beyonce from uh, Sasha Fierce. It's um, (laughs) look at that hair. Uh, Also, the if you look at the tentacles another way, they look like earrings. They do. That's what I'm saying. On a real real note, it does look like Manfi, which is already a legendary (laughs) Pokemon. It does very much. You know, uh, these studios they just repeat the same stuff over and over again, like lazy, lazy hacks. Uh, it's it definitely, I think it has one evolution form, but it? we'll have to find out. Oh, when the yeah. game oh, comes that, out. So that's not its final form, is no. what you're saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. So, uh, right. I can go next. Oh, yeah, okay. Kayla, yeah, we'll yeah. see. So, yeah. I, I will do this in a British accent. <laughs> Wait, will okay. you? Start it. Start yeah. doing it. And now, start it now. <laughs> 
wankers. <laughs> Wait, Colin, uh, just so, do, don't uh, fuck around, Kaylin. Fucking do it. Uh, oh, so no. this Pokemon wow. is it's a mongoose, <laughs> and his name is Ricky Spilled a Tea Tavi. Oh, <laughs> now you don't seem to understand Pokemon. I really don't. Are you just trying to slide your own creation into the Pokemon? No, no, because I've seen this, but they have been getting it's a little bit more abstract with the design. It's pretty good. They That's went for a Picasso look as like. If Picasso designed a mongoose that was on bath salts. <laughs> it, it, it looks like uh, it's got a tumor on its side, but then it's going to make it fashion. It's going to wrap around. One of its eyes. Yeah. going to make it fashion. Yeah. Got it's, it. a, it's a mongoose with spina bifida. <laughs> One of its eyes is definitely bulging, I assume, from a cocaine addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what is, sure. So uh, he's a water Pokemon. Okay. And so his power know, is being able to, 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 to boil water to tea level. So he drinks tea. And he, he's spills. probably water and fire. Yeah, sure. Water and fire. I mean, okay, we didn't you see all the stats, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Okay, so a yeah, he's both. Uh, ferret is what I want in my next Pokemon. <laughs> now I think there's a new gay group. There's bears, there are otters, then there are mongooses, which are otters who are cracked out. <laughs> <laughs> Just like drug addicts. Also being able to fight snakes. Yeah, they, well, yeah, they chew on snakes. Yeah. So many fucking It bugs. does. Uh, it looks like uh, if you were really trying to compare it to an existing Pokemon, you'd probably, what, Farret? Furret? Is that the yeah, that's I think the one it's that's just like called really Ferret, yeah. No, no it's, it's a Furret. It's, seri- it's called seriously, comma, it's a Ferret. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, like I probably that, won't choose that when it's, I play it. It's one, <laughs> well, of the, it's one of the only it's starting parking I know. Park it's one of the <laughs> earlier ones that you get in like... Exactly. Yeah, the route first one or two. Yeah. Um, I think that's an insult. Do I keep go? going. Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Um, so, uh, with all these Pokemon games, there's always expanding on their already like... Oh, <clears throat> large gallery of people that they have so and like in a really cool turn of events so they're always coming out with new types as well yeah so there's like fairy just came out yeah in the recent years uh they just revealed (laughs) that uh they came out with another one it's called leather Oh. Uh, which is gonna be it's really leather exciting types. so it okay. turns out a lot of the old pokemon were leather so heads le- as they say leather pokemon have a weakness to water but a strength to electricity Exactly. Like yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. But uh, so, uh, but in uh, also in this reveal is like they said in Pokemon Shield and Sword, they said that a lot of the Pokemon you don't have to pitch the bit this hard. No, 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 that, no, no. This is actually real. The, that Pokemon would actually be, be getting like armor. Mm. So, and one of the ones that have already been revealed, um, instead of Mister Mind, this is Mister Blind. Okay. Um, it is a so it's Daredevil, hugely derivative. S- yeah, I said S and L. It's S and M. Yeah, why does he look like a Cenobite? His, I mean, because it's yeah, he's Mister Mime. So it's good armor. He looks like he does actually have the body of Mister Mime. I'm really impressed at your drawing skills with like the head of a Pikachu with two penises on top. No, that's Mister Mime's hair. So he's a dickhead. Got it. But it also has two penises at the edges. <laughs> so it's Mr. Mime has a king. This is him. Why does he have penises? My this favorite is his mega his, evolution. My favorite is his chest muscles also make a penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's wearing a harness and he's got a ball gag um, that's yes. a Pokeball. He's blindfolded. And then um, he's blindfolded. And Wait. then his, his hands are bound. So he's ready for Mal. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And he's fairy type in leather. Um, he, you know, bounce, you know, that move. 
Bounce, mm-hmm. sure. Um, there's a new one called Bounce on That D, and so he's, he knows that. <laughs> so, Brian, I'm beginning to think this isn't a real Pokemon. What? <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is... This seems I'm, like you wanted to fuck I'm Mr. Glad no. I, yeah, I was like, I'm glad I started with mine, because I really like set the stage that yeah. this was a real thing. And now I'm kind of disappointed that you've really... Did you guys not see that one in the exclusive Pokemon <laughs> yeah. sent over to us? Okay, so... Pokemon um, After Dark. So, <laughs> the character that I liked the most was Murchana. Look how cute that is. Oh, it's so cute. Is that a dollar sign? Oh, and it's going to make so much money. And there's going to be so many little Uh, Marchanas sold. It looks like the uh, baby from Dinosaurs, the old like 90s show, but it got even small. It was like when it was literally birthed, but it also looks more fun. It isn't yelling nothing. It looks like a minion with two eyes. Yeah. How much will they be able to sell? So its special powers are enfranchisement, uh, which is going to be super effective. Uh, (laughs) If you can't tell, Brent is our libertarian. (laughs) Um, This one is Now, what type is that one? Oh, it's a money type. Um, oh, green. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. green. Money it's and grass. grass. Yeah, yeah. That's a grass type. Uh, is there a making that cheddar type? <laughs> no, but cheddar is coming yeah. down that pipeline. Uh, the and its final form gets bought by Disney. Well, and it's... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, so those were the Pokemons that we got to preview. Um, yeah. uh, and actually, we'll, we will release all of those. On um, social media. And Pokemon... Is not going to stop us, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't know. Their lawyers are pretty damn good. <laughs> that Pokemon's not going to stop us at all. All right, let's get into TV. <coughs> yeah, Deadly, Cla- Deadly Class. So the eighth episode. Uh, by the way, Daddy I'm Daddy I'm in Club. fucking love with this show. The eighth episode was in effect. It was a bottle episode. Yeah, you guys watched it, right? Yeah. Would you describe what a bottle episode is so, to the audience, Caitlin? Yeah. So a okay. bottle episode was a way for showrunners to be able to save a bit of money in a season to have all the characters. Uh, enclosed in one one space and tell a story that way so think about if you guys were fans of friends way back when yeah. uh there was That's the probably epi- the most iconic like, for sure it's like know about that when they're getting ready to go out for like ross's big award thing they, they all have to start getting ready and ross gets like more and more angry at them not being ready on time so it's kind of like real life do you know the origin of that phrase Bottle episode. So it starts with like Fonz jumped over a shark <laughs> and <then laughs> he was, he was, he was drinking a Coke out of a bottle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> but it, I don't remember the show that it started in, but it's. Star Trek. Start, uh, yes, it was. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so it was supposed to be a bottle in a ship. A ship in a bottle. Uh, ship in a bottle. That's yeah. what I meant. Because, yeah. they had, because they had such constraints, they're, they're confined to the ship. So how do we tell a story that involves all the characters? And they called it ship in a bottle episodes. And then it just became yeah. bottle episodes. So, a lot of our favorite shows um, in Breaking Bad, the Fly episode is a bottle episode, yep. and Mad Men, the suitcase is a bottle episode. Any show, like, there should be a mathematical yeah. like, theorem. When you drop uh, it. Any show, give probability P approaches when one. When it reaches this many seasons, it has to yeah. have a bottle Yeah, there's episode. going to be one. And I do think it is a way for the writers and the actors to flex their creative muscles yeah. because they are confined to one physical space for the most part. And um, just a cool premise. Too. And yeah, Deadly yeah. Class kind of did that because yeah. uh, they actually split up the cast. They all had to talk about all, the episode. Yeah. They were all locked into key rooms. So you had Marcus along with a couple of other characters. Uh, I believe it was the Russian. Yes. You had the Russian, uh, Marcus, and uh, the pacifist. What's his name? Yeah, the guy who loves comic books. Yeah. I can't figure him. But we, we know. I don't yeah. know any of their names. But I, I have a time. I, yeah. I know Marcus, Maria, and, and Saya. And Those Saya. are the only three that I know. And, so, then, and then there's the 
Japanese girl, the white racist, and yeah. um, another unnamed. No, so there you got that flip. So Maria's in the room with uh, the racist white girl, and then her. Oh, her, that's right. And uh, her, the <coughs> cartel partner. And then you have Saya with her partner from the uh, Kuroki clan with. Who the hell was in there? Oh, with the. Uh, the fat guy that's uh Oh the roommate, Marcus's yes. roommate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um so it was definitely a bottle episode. I I love this show. I think it was, it was a really great, great way really of, episode. of like delving into some of the backstory. And they delved oh my, my favorite bottle of my my favorite uh, segment of the bottle episode was uh what's the goth girl's name? Oh and Petra. She, yeah. Petra, and she's with the two guys, and she's basically she basically says, I you guys are both into sequence. me, why don't we just have a fucking three-way? And they're, like, both into her, but they're, like, very skeptical, because they have to have a three-way that with... That B subplot was fucking hilarious. That was, was yeah. so weird. And then when they're ready to get do it, like, they open up the doors, like, oh, thank God, I'm so hungry. <laughs> so my question for all of you is, what of your favorite, like, comic book or TV show or movie, what would you do to create a bottle episode within that universe? I think my favorite, one of my favorite bottle movies is Hateful Eight. Mm. The amount of dread and suspense for people who are trapped in a room together is phenomenal. I would really like, although I think maybe the show does it all the time, a bottle episode for Rick and Morty. Mm. Um, oh, that's a good idea. I think that the way that Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland write and narrate kind of already has a bottle feel yeah. because the characters are Constantly expressing the limit. Do, do you of their think emotions. it was maybe already though when they were all trapped in the house and what is it? Uh, oh, Rick. Rick, Rick, total Rick all. Yeah, and like that's yeah. why it was so it's, good. It's a it little bit of a bottle them all episode. into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. it's a bottle episode. Sorry. Well, I guess I. <laughs> well, maybe they're in a smaller bottle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's just one room. They're trapped in an infinite series of bottles. That actually that would be great. They would do that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, that's what the problem is almost all of my favorite shows already have bottle episodes. So I was, and that's why I think you can like do a comic book if you want. To well, yeah, it. but in general, I was like, I just feel like most of the, I think people know the bottle concept so well. And a lot of the stuff that I like and read that they already have that. The one thing I could probably see is maybe like the time that I watched it when it was good was walking dead because usually the show is so focused on like having at least some interruption by like a zombie attack. Yeah. It'd be yeah. interesting to just see like everyone like. Living their day to day, like having a day to day life, or maybe episode. even being oh, stuck be in a room with a zombie. Like there's just one, and they don't yeah. want to kill it. Well, or they, yeah. they yeah. show well in that episode. Then they show like the culture of having a constant zombie attack. So like all the checks that they do right. to make sure the place is secure. All the like the regimen they have to. Experience. I just need like yeah, like one day for that show where there wasn't some giant thing that happened. I don't think there really was ever an episode when I watched it where there wasn't some cataclysmic event where like a zombie had attacked or that like a zombie was involved and it'd be and especially given the show's theme is like humans are worse than zombies yeah. like it'd yeah. be better to just Who's have this. the real monster yeah. <laughs> it's Frankenstein uh, I, I think comics can be a really good so, model I think so, there's something about visuals so some uh, one that I would love to do or see is I'm obsessed with the new X-Men so it's basically all of the like younger characters at the Xavier Institute so, you know, like Surge, Prodigy, Shark Girl, Gold Balls, all of those characters. Lava Boy. <laughs> uh, all of them being in a, like, basically stuck in the school. So, basically, I guess, what we just watched in Deadly Class. Yeah. Yeah. But I love those characters so much, and they never get any character development that I would love to see them. But also, I have another one. Um, it would be 
the Big Bang Theory where they're all stuck in the room, but then there's a killer there, <laughs> and they're just slowly killing all of them. I would watch that. Yeah. In a heartbeat, because I've never seen an episode and of And Sheldon Bang is last, and yeah. they're like, we knew you were gay the so, whole time. Bang! Bang! And then the show is and, over. And then and young Sheldon the, dies because the bullet ricochets through time. Oh, I, I did think of a. I did think of a good... <laughs> okay, you're losing our minds here. <laughs> I did think of a good one where it's... Uh, an entire Drag Race episode, but it only happens backstage in that one room. So just like, isn't that just untucked? It's yeah, un- but it's like, it's untucked, but like the competition happens there. Like they never leave that room. Oh, that's the run. Like even the stage, they yeah, have to get ready. Exactly. On even the, stage. the bathroom. Everything <laughs> <laughs> is right there. Okay. okay I'm, like, all right. I'm up this way. But like yeah. one of my favorite movies is actually a bottle movie. Clue, I think, is definitely a bottle movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because it all takes a bottom, bottom movie. Yeah. And a bottom movie. Yes. Uh, but I actually would like to extrapolate what happened. The best part of Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron, was when they were all hanging out in Tony Stark's mm-hmm. penthouse. I agree. And when they were trying to lift Thor's hammer. I just want to hang out comedy with all, or hang out like story with all the Avengers characters because they're so. They're they such need more a, downtime. You need for more sure. slice of life. I was trying to get in your shirt. Sorry, okay. um, <laughs> Ryan just decided to throw some chip. I want to say, yeah, oh, as okay. a piece of paper. It was oh a piece God. of paper. All right. Yeah. No, that would be really cool. Where yeah. they're like testing each other's powers, like what's the limit? Yeah. And I think the the larger motivator would be like. All right, let's see if we can get the Hulk to come out. So yeah. everyone is just constantly attacking. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Ryan Crawl is just throwing paper at Bruce Banner. <laughs> <Yeah. Panther. laughs> so uh, there were two episodes of Doom Patrol that we saw, episodes three and four. Um, I'm in fucking love with this show. Uh, it is so good. Um, it is the fourth episode especially, a third episode to a certain degree, is pulling straight from Grant Morrison's run. And I'm like, I cannot believe that they that they were able to televise this and actually make it rather coherent. Now, I can know. you just very quickly recap the last two episodes in two words? Uh, <laughs> episode three, <laughs> puppet show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, episode four. You don't have to no, read a book. They go to Paraguay to the Paraguay. Paraguay. <laughs> We're in America, not Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Welshland, you mean? <laughs> to go find the doctor who created uh, Mr. Nobody, mm-hmm. uh, who is currently running a camp where you can pay money in to order to powers. get your own powers. And he uh, is currently connected to a, what are those ventriloquists, what are those uh, coin-operated... Oh, fortune telling machine. Yeah, it's a fortune telling machine that he's in. That he's currently controlling an army of uh, German uh, freaks. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, call them. it's weird. robots. There's something, and he also has a in later. Didn't, he, didn't he say it was like one? It was like one person and like multiple people or something. Yeah, like yeah. That? So yeah. he's controlling all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in the last episode, well, one before we go to that, uh, the reason why they're doing that is because they're still looking for the chief who yes, is uh, still missing. And I think the reason why is because they couldn't afford Timothy Dalton every episode. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it's like, it's actually, because it's always so funny, like, it's been, like, special guest appearance. And it's, like, usually now even just in video recordings that they're watching on screen. They even, couldn't afford Even him. when they get him back, he'll probably be like, well, thank you for finding me. Um, yeah, no, I'm off to space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do think, I don't know if that's, because uh, I can't remember reading the first few comics of Doom Patrol, but the chief just going off 
And like he's just gone for most of the yes. They okay. really heavily hinted at that too. They're like, you won't see him even when he is back. Because they're like, she always goes off on his own. Yeah. So, <laughs> so episode four is the the book of the unseen eye or something like that. Some mystical organization that wants to bring about the apocalypse. It's very Lovecraftian. And they're the book that they have to read to bring about Doom is a person who has tattoos form on their body as they age. And there's a Constantine-type character who is trying to help stop the end of Do the you, world. Caleb, is that person real? Yeah, he's in the comics. He's And I love that the actor who's playing him is the same character in every show that he's ever right. played. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> he's been in, so uh, in uh, Supernatural. Right. He's been in Battlestar Galactica. He's like this like kind of Constantine-esque, to your point. Yeah. World-weary. Uh, Was like, he the lawyer in... Yes, yeah, in Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Yeah, I like, he's right, playing like, the same fucking character. Yeah. He looks kind of like Brain Wilson. Look, I think this show is enjoyable, but I also think it tries really I hard. Lo- every time I watch it, I'm like, this is where Brent's thinking the show's trying it, to is, is I don't disagree bad, with you. Is yeah. that bad? So here's, um, yeah, it's bad because it feels it's like you, it's straining feel it my patience. It. But, isn't but, but there are things that I think that are really weird that I like. Like the, the, the character who... Is goes to the doctor's camp in order to get powers, and he's left in the machine too long, and then he becomes this type of like morpho. I've got a velociraptor as a second head. Yeah, I like that. I and like, he was also like the guy from Ugly Betty. He was like, the, oh yeah, yeah. He was like the uh, like the the news like the like the Bravo news right, like guy. Right, right. Uh, the reason or Ryan Seacrest type. The reason why I like that is because the show goes. This is a thing that exists in our universe, mm-hmm. and not every character is going. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? I agree. Yeah. Well, they did that a little bit in the beginning, and now they're like over totally. that, which yeah. I like. That they have that weird horse thing speak out. Yeah, the horse thing was wonderful. So, I like so that. Like... But I also think it's funny that it was doing the Eagles. Uh, no, yes, not the Eagles. Right? It's uh, America. The. Um, Horse with no name. Yes. Yeah. But they, I don't think that they have the rights to the song. So yeah. So they can only get the portion. And down, down, back. Uh, I've been and through the yeah, desert. Uh, but also, it wasn't singing it quite right. My yeah. damn man, I it happen to be in the desert and, different and a mule with a, uh, an actual name. So, yeah. It was spoken word with, but getting all the words wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I think in general, like, that it's. You're the thing of like trying too hard is a con- it's a repeat for me across all of the newer shows that have come out. I think Umbrella Academy's had moments of it. Yes. I think um, Deadly Class Deadly Class has had moments of it, and it, I think it's this. <coughs> a t- I think it's actually you brought it up in the Umbrella Academy podcast where it's like it's all of these people now that have like grow it into directors, mm-hmm. writers, what have you that are all using like. late late 80s early 90s references like Tarantino or Scorsese or what have you right and so I don't think it's like to that point I don't think it's bad it's just it becomes a does become fatiguing somewhat from a medium perspective as like us who are watching it and trying to watch everything if I was like a normal watcher I'd probably need to pick and choose my battles because there's only so much and I think we're seeing so much of it at the same time I think if these were spaced out every like four months we got a new series we wouldn't mind it as much whereas when you watch three episodes like of different shows a week that all kind of have the same beats. It's interesting. So I uh, we pointed out that uh, it was interesting that Doom Patrol, the first episode, aired uh, premiered the same day as Umbrella Academy, right. and they're, they're, they have a lot of similarities between yeah. the two. Um, obviously, we we're watching Doom Patrol week to week whenever the episode drops. Doom, uh, Umbrella Academy came out all at once, as Netflix shows do. What I like more about Doom Patrol is 
right now I'm not seeing filler episodes, Correct. even though yeah. they're so, they're varying in quality. Uh, I think it's getting better and better. I feel like every episode is telling me a new story. It's giving me something more. Whereas the format for Netflix is it's giving you a 13-hour or a 10-hour movie all at once. I think movie, yeah. that you would have... I think this is actually a smart thing that the DC Universe app does. Yeah. Is give you... like Love When they it. do the um, the Young Justice, they release three episodes yeah. at a time. Right. Yeah. They give you enough to think about and they keep it the standard network format. Yeah. I think that if we watched a lot of Netflix shows... Uh, oh, spaced out, we here's, would probably enjoy them more. Here is my uh, my counter to that. Runaway season one. They well, tried that's that. Just, that's a fundamentally bad show. It is a fundamentally bad show, but uh, the reason that it was bad was they were releasing episode week after week, and that's the way we consumed it. But they weren't giving us enough. Um, we liked it and hated it the same way. We when it was released every week and when it was released in a lump, we hated it both ways. Like so, so like it's just a bad show. The last thing I want to say before we move on to comics is that um the thing that the last thing you say say, say, we're moving on to comics. Um but the thing was uh specifically about Netflix shows where I think where the DC Universe app is great and where or the shows are and where Netflix would have that problem even if it was releasing weekly is Netflix shows have no concept of how to reach commercial arcs. So even within DC Universe... Correct. Watching, I didn't realize until you mentioned that, but watching both Titans and Doom Patrol, there are specific cutoffs that I'm like, I could see a commercial break here. Like, there's a raised stakes that, like, you'd want a quick break from to go cook your dinner or something like that, and Mm -hmm. then you'd come back and keep watching. Whereas at Netflix, they just... They never have that. Like, even if you're watching a show and you try to think about where to pause it, you never can. It's just, like, this languid 40 minutes, like, A to B, like... That's true. If like, I can add... Sorry. No, I was, uh, was going to say... No, uh, no, I, no, I, I know. I, uh, you no, you go. Anyway, first. comics. Let's yeah. talk about... Okay. Uh, no, I think it's the, the thing about those kind of shows is Netflix has a problem. So, the problem of the format of TV shows is that you've got advertisements mm-hmm. and an hour. Yeah. So, you're selling minutes. And Netflix, the way they've tried to <coughs> change themselves artistically, is by ignoring that format. So arcs in a story, in an episode, happen at weird places mm-hmm. that people aren't used to where you don't cut to commercial, which I think is a problem. But if instead they decided, actually, an episode's going to be 32 minutes or 36 minutes, and we're still going to tell the same type of story arc, it would be a lot better. So one last thing I'll say about it. The last thing we'll say about Doom I'll Patrol. Oh, <laughs> everyone's got one last thing. Quick, go. It's the cult of the unwritten book. And what I loved about it, uh, and this is because I've read the comics for so long, is it took straight it took straight from Grant Morrison's They were arc. cool. I like that a lot. And then having the Archons be there. like I was like, holy fuck, they actually show the Archons. Yeah. Like the, the man and the yeah. woman uh, oh, up on, cool. like, dressed up as, as, as like Harlequins. So, yeah. Did you want to say something Ryan, else? Ryan, your last thing? No. I'll save it for next week. Just okay. before we tune in. Slide. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got two comics. We had Age of X-Men, Prisoner X number one, and Uncanny X-Men number 13. Both were great. I really Great like week travel. for X-Men comics. It was super fun. Uh, I, I like the two distinct routes 
these X-Men comics around. Like, I yeah. love having one in the world and one out in sort of this alternate universe. Yeah. I think doing that instead of just everyone's in the alternate universe mm. is so yeah. smart. Really good. They I, really figured that out in a nice way. For sure. And the thing I loved most about Uncanny X-Men is they realized, like, all their resources are gone, but the only thing they were able to, like, salvage yes. are their old costumes. Uh, and that was like, yeah. now I get why like Cyclops is in his '90s costume. Like, that, what a great in-story reason for that. Yeah, and it's nonsense to bring back nostalgia, but I'm here for it because it, it just looked and was. Well, fun. they've got enough new elements mm-hmm. that's really enjoyable. The fact totally. that like two of the character, two or three of the characters are like uh, 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 possessed by, by a technology. Yeah, yeah. 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 It reminds me a lot of like, you know, uh, a really good, I mean, this has been going on forever, but it reminds me of a really good, like when there's a TV show or a movie where they decide to do a follow up, like 10 years later kind of thing, but it's actually good because they're thoughtful about bringing back material while also doing new stuff. Yeah. It reminds me of that where it's like, this feels like you literally could have just started reading this plot line if you read 90s X-Men comics and you're like... Oh, how fun. It's like a real pickup to what I previously read, but it's also like a new stage. Uh, Prisoner X number one actually surprised me because that was the one I was looking forward to the least yeah. of all the six miniseries in Age oh. of X-Men, but it was really good. It it has some weird world building that I liked. Yeah. Um, I just I, really need to... I just want one prison arc where someone's not like, I'm the big man here. But it's Beast. So you're like, shut <laughs> up, Beast. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's it's a fun... Uh, they did the characters right. But I, I think just, that I actually kind of like that in this good. version because I think part of that thematically is... Nate Gray is going, what are stereotypes? What's the way society is supposed to function? That is actually very true. So like here, okay, I'm going to create everyone having like, you got to form a gang. You got to be this prison society. So watching episodes of Oz and Orange is the New Black. One one thing I'd like to mention, which is mind boggling is this week they showed Danny Moonstar, both in the universe and out of the universe. That's like, true. If Clark right. were here, he'd be like, "No, it, no, no." It's mind-boggling because the one that's in the uni- in the like Age of X Men universe had memories of her, mm-hmm. and then the other one is possessed by a techno organic virus. So it's like it's very strange. So we don't know what's going on. Yeah, she might actually be the key to how they bring everything for sure. Like Bishop was in Age yeah. of Apocalypse. All right, exactly. So next week we've got Age of X Men Apocalypse and the Extracts number one, the miniseries I'm looking forward to the most. Uncanny X Men Winter's Ed number one, which is the end of Cena Grace's Iceman run. Yeah. I think finally X Force number four, a very enjoyable series. And on TV we've got Deadly Class episode nine and Doom Patrol episode five. Yeah. We've been Homo Superior, Homo Superior, disassembled. No, no I want to do that. Oh, yeah. well, you're oh, bad at the clothes, too, Harry. We, <laughs> we said we would never say that again. Yeah, that one we're, we're putting on well, the... I never agreed to that. We're putting it in the maybe no pile. Uh, let's try mine. Okay. okay. Oh, God. Uh, I love it here. Homo Superior, suck a dick, dumb shits. <laughs> <laughs>